want to share something. Um, you know, what we were sharing on Vision Sunday had more to do with just what we're reaching for as uh, in the natural realm to, to facilitate what God wants to do in the spirit. But this morning I want to talk about something that I want us to, as a congregation to reach for spiritually yeah. Amen. In, our, in our spiritual lives, yeah, that's right. that's especially right. in our prayer life. Yeah. Yes. And this has been, I don't know, another one of my babies, so be kind to it this morning. Just been something God's really been talking to me about. Um, but it, over, the last, um, over the last number of months, uh, I guess I could say more than that, more than a year probably, um, <clears throat> it's, been, uh, it's been, I've been aware of a few things every now and then. This is just something I've been aware about and, and I've not been pleased with it and I've not been pleased with myself about it. So you, you'd hear that the way I'm saying that. Every now and then a little, little bit of things slips through the cracks. In other words, things get in that shouldn't be getting in. Talking about to the ministry and so forth and even in, in individuals' lives in the church. Um, I don't know if you remember Luke chapter number 22. We won't go there, but you can just remember it. Whenever Jesus said, uh, Peter, he said, uh, Satan has desired to have you to sift you like wheat, but I've prayed for you. Remember that? The Amplified says he's desired to have all the disciples, but especially you, Peter. Um, He wants me to give you up out of the power and keeping of God, but I've prayed. The devil wanted Peter, because how many of you know that's, God was going to use Peter mightily. The devil could see that, could see the anointing. He doesn't know everything, but he could see the anointing. And um, he could see, uh, and, and, and of course, the devil wanted him, but guess what? Jesus wanted him more. And he wanted him more to the point that he prayed. He didn't just say, "Woo, the devil's coming for Peter. I hope Peter makes it. No, he prayed a supply of the Spirit for Peter. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I could tell you people in my life right now that if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be where I am at. You say, what about the Lord? The Lord through them. Yes, exactly. You you met Emily Mahaffey. She's one of them and others, you know. Um, Brother Hagin, I mean, the the things that I learned from him. And there's somebody in your life. There's somebody in all of our lives that we like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, But anyway, so... Um, the, the thing I have on my heart, uh, well, let me back up what I was, I was saying about things every now and then slipping through. It's not something that I'm condemned about it, but I, I, I just believe the standard is, the standard is what Jesus said. He said, Satan, he's desired to have you. But then he also said uh, to the father, I think it's in John 17. He said, um, of those that you have given me, I have lost none of them. Save the son of perdition, which was prophesied before, uh, way before that Judas was him. He would, he would, he would, uh, you know, what am I trying to say? Betray Jesus. Remember that? But Jesus said, I've lost, I've not lost any of them. Except that one, because that was prophesied that he would betray. But, but what a high standard to reach for. Nobody dying of premature death. Nobody. I mean, if somebody gets under attack, the church gets together and prays, makes a supply of the spirit available to them. And even if their own faith is not developed to the point where they can lay hold of it themselves, we make such supply of the spirit available to them that it just kind of, kind of falls on them. Woo. Hallelujah. 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 I just have some things in my heart about 
I've always wanted to pray in church. And when I say pray in church, I'm not, I'm not talking about just praying for ourselves. We do need to, you know, watch over our own lives, pray for our own families. We understand that. But our prayer life can grow to the point it reaches beyond us. Uh, and, I, and I just, I hear stories sometimes of people who, who spend time in prayer. And usually these people aren't necessarily the most uh, outgoing people in the congregation. You know what I mean? People that talk a lot probably don't usually pray a lot. It's those quiet ones you got to watch out for. Because they'll get in their prayer closet and, Father, Father, now I'm lifting this person up to you. And they never come out and, 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 and toot their horn and say, you see what happened? I prayed that out. Can y'all, can y'all give me some credit here? It's not. They, they, they just want to be used of God. And I know we've got people like that. And uh, thank you for it. Thank you for that. Um, but um, I'm not satisfied in my life on some things. And I've been making some adjustments. Uh, adjustments. I've been tweaking some things. I've been uh, setting aside some distractions. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of distractions in this age. And I've been turning because anytime I've gone through a door into another phase or, you know, begun to launch out into something new in the ministry or the call of God or whatever, or Pastor Debbie and I do, there's always adversaries by the doors. And uh, it's, just, it's just good to be sharp spiritually and not dull with those adversaries. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, they'll, they'll start getting things through. Uh, yeah. Things will start getting through to you. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Do I, do, am I making any sense this morning? And so um, that's what I've been aware of. Um, and things, some of the things have got partway through, and then we caught it and got it back out. And thank God for that. But, uh, but there's some things that was just like, that's too close for a call. That's too close of a call right there. You know what I'm talking about? We went through a phase, I don't remember how many, it was a year ago or more, probably more, maybe more like two years, where within a period of six months, there was several things, major things. Uh, one of the buildings tried to burn down, never, never even got started. It went out somehow. By, I don't know how, but something stopped it. An angel or something, I don't know. Um, you know, one of our, our workers was almost electrocuted, um, some things in the daycare, uh, and just, it's like, okay, this is trying to get through too much here. We are kept people. Aren't you thankful for the, remember Job had a protection, a hedge around him and Satan was complaining cause he couldn't get through the hedge. That's what we have around us. We're kept people. But that hedge is not automatic just because it's been there. We can, we can let that fall down or let that break down. And I'm not preaching fear to you this morning. I'm just preaching something I got in my heart. So, so let's get into it a little bit this morning. Is that all right? I don't know uh, if you found those verses yet or not. But look here with me in uh, Philippians chapter number 1. And uh, I didn't, let's see here. Philippians chapter number 1. I got to turn to it myself. Philippians chapter number one. All right. Verse number 19. I know that this shall turn to my salvation. Stop right there. Paul's already saved. The word salvation is a big word. It means deliverance. Uh, heal. It's also translated healing. Same Greek word. So people that say healing's been done away with, the same Greek word translated salvation is translated healing. So you're saying salvation's been done away with. Salvation is not just for your spirit. It's for your whole life. And salvation in your body is called healing. Yeah. 
So then here, it's the word salvation. Uh, he said, this will turn to my deliverance. It's the word salvation, but he's already born again. He's already in the ministry. He's already baptized in the Holy Ghost and so forth. He's not talking about that. He's talking about getting out of jail. He was in prison for the gospel's sake. So I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer, even the supply. Well, I always say even because that's what the Greek says, the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. This shall turn. Tell your neighbor prayer can turn some things. Anybody ever notice the devil sometimes wants things to go a certain direction? But you can turn that through this kind of praying. Praying that makes a supply of the Spirit available. You can see that in the book of Acts. In fact, go to Acts chapter number 12. Acts chapter number 12, another passage that uh, I just believe we'll read a few verses here. Acts chapter number 12. And uh, verse number one, it says that about that time, Herod, well, let me get the King James here because you all have King James. Uh, about, now, about that time, Herod, the king, stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. Say that, certain of the church. There's certain ones he comes after. Well, you say Herod's dead, but I'm not talking about Herod here. I'm talking about the devil. This was the devil through Herod. But he stretched forth his hand against to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatorians or whatever, a bunch of soldiers, <laughs> to keep him. And intended after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, look at verse 5. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer. But prayer was made without ceasing. One translation says uninterrupted prayer. One translation says uh, uh, continuous prayer. Was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And look at this. When Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. The keepers before the doors kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and the light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. Uh, so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him, wist not that it was true, which was, uh, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a Vision. And when they were past the first and second ward, those are guards, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city. So they went through, uh, well, let's keep on reading. They went to the, which opened to them, to, op, to open to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street and forthwith the angel departed from him. So they went through three do closed doors, two guard, two levels of, well, three levels of guard. There was a guard right beside him and then two yeah. Watches besides the gates going out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And either the angel blinded them yeah. or a supernatural sleep came yeah. on them yeah. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. They might have looked right towards Peter and never saw him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Summerall talks about carrying Bibles into China. Yes. Don't tell anybody, but he did. <laughs> he's gone now. They can't get to him. But anyway, he's carrying Bibles into China, and he's got a whole suitcase full of Bibles, and he said he'd, he'd pray before he got to the guards, Lord, blind their eyes. They'd open and unzip the suitcase and move around all through it, and, and they didn't see anything, close it back up, and he'd carry those Bibles right into China. Whatever angel did that, that angel's still around today. Woo, glory. 
But somebody said, isn't that a miraculous thing? Don't ever look at that and forget verse 5. Verse 5, because listen, Peter, I mean, excuse me, James had been in the same situation and Herod got to him. The devil through Herod. Peter is in the same situation James was in and he would have gone the same way. But the church said, wait a minute. I mean, we're not going to have our leadership wiped out. Come on. Come on. So they went to pray. Praise God. And listen, something, remember Philippians 1, 19, something was turned. (laughs) Something was turned that otherwise would have gone a different direction. Something was changed that otherwise would not have been changed. How did it happen? Power showed up. The power of God, in this case, through an angel in his ministry. That's an angel of God. But don't just think that happened just because, just because, because. It happened because of verse 5. I said it happened because of verse 5. They made power available. Go over to James chapter number 5, verse number 16 in the Amplified. In the last portion of the Amplified, James 5, 16. These are all uh, verses about this. There's many more. We could take a lot of time on this. But uh, James 5, verse number 16, in the Amplified, the last part, it says, The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said dynamic in its working. Makes it available. Somebody said, isn't the power of God everywhere all the time? Yes, but it's not always in manifestation. You can bring it into manifestation by your individual faith for your own life or this kind of praying for other people's lives. Praise God. I remember Brother Hagin in healing school. He, uh, before uh, Brother Keith Moore took it uh, and was ministering every day, Brother Hagin took it. He was preaching in healing school. And uh, we, we heard the story about, I wasn't there at the time, but we came whenever Brother Moore was there. Um, helping out. And, uh, but I heard the story, they told it a lot, about a, a, a government official's wife from Egypt. She's Muslim that came. She got a hold of Brother Hagin's little book in, uh, I think, New Birth, I think it was. The New Birth, little, little book on the New Birth. And I guess got born again from, from all that we could tell. Um, then, uh, but she got cancer, I believe, and was diagnosed with, it was a death sentence, and wrote to Brother Hagin and said, if I come over there and come to healing school, would you pray for me for healing of cancer? This is an Egyptian official in the Egyptian government, yes. his wife, yes. a Muslim country. Yes. Think God loves Muslims? Oh, yeah. So she came over, Brother Hagin said, sure. So they flew a private government, of, uh, you know, not private, but the government plane, over, flew her over there. Her husband, I believe, came with her, if I heard right. But, uh, and so she's in the uh, service. She's in the healing school service. And Brother Hagin was prompted, uh, just, just read the congregation, uh, uh, James 5, verse number 16, that last part, that this kind of prayer makes tremendous power available. Yeah. Tremendous power yeah. available. Yeah. And she, he said, let's all start praying. He said, we're not going to lay our hands on her, but we're just all going to start praying and make this power available. Yeah. And so people were, I guess, kneeling all over the room, believing God for this power uh, to be made available to her. And Brother Hagin never laid hands on her. The power of God came on her and healed her of cancer. Yeah. Now, that's the kind of church I want to be a part of. Yes. Amen. Woo. Amen. 
I don't know, Brother Hagin said one of his churches, I believe it was one of the last churches he pastored. <laughs> he said, he said he, he, uh, there was a prayer group, a group of ladies in that church that he said they could pray heaven and earth together. They, they pray the power down. Amen. He said, don't turn in a prayer request if you don't want it because they'll get it for you. Now, that's the kind of church I want to be a part of. Woo, glory. I mean, you just have to almost get rebellious to die in that church because somebody's going to pray the power down on you. Tremendous power available. Now, this is not a little God bless them kind of prayer here. This is supplicate. You look up the Greek word uh, for there in the King James, the uh, English says uh, tr- uh, prayer, but the Greek word is supplication. Yeah. It's a different kind of prayer. It's not the kind of prayer, Lord bless them, right. you know, and then you just go your way. You, you, you pray and yearn and travail sometimes in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Until you, until you ever heard this term, until you pray through yeah. or you get something prayed out. You ever heard those terms, praying through or praying out, praying something out? Um, That kind of thing is really praying until the answer comes. Now, somebody said, well, I thought we were faith people and don't need to, you know, prolong prayer. Sometimes these things are praying for other people. And you can't just use your faith for other people. Except you can do this. Use your faith to bring the power down on them. Then it's between them and God. Yes, that's right. Amen. Amen. So, uh, you know, there's there Luke six, I believe it is Luke five or six there. It talks about the, uh, Jesus teaching in one of their, one of their, I think it was a house there. And it says the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power was present to heal them. Now them, if you read that, that the whole context, it was doctors of the law and Pharisees who were very, very critical very critical of Jesus and his ministry. They're probably there. They probably weren't there to get blessed that day. They're probably there to find something to criticize him about. And the, isn't that the mercy of God? The power of the Lord is present to heal them. And the Bible says, what are we? Luke five, Luke five seventeen. the power of the Lord. What, if you look it up in the Greek, the power was there present with him. In other words, it was manifesting in the room while he's preaching, not, not while he's praying. He's, he's, he's preaching or teaching. Actually, it says he was teaching there. And, and the power, while he's teaching, yeah. the power started manifesting. Yeah. What was it there to do? Heal, heal them. Heal them. Well, you read the whole story, none of them got healed. But there was a man let down through the roof. Remember that man? And the Bible says that the four friends, well, it doesn't say four, but it must have been, got him up on the roof. That's faith to let somebody carry you. You're on a stretcher and you're going up on a roof. You got to trust somebody. They took him up there, tore off the roof, and let him down into the mist before Jesus. And when he saw, the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, yes, he, saw their he said unto the man, thy sins be forgiven yes. thee. And remember the doctors of the law and Pharisees spit out their false teeth, got their religious, got their religious beanies on and says, well, you can't forgive sins. God, only God can forgive sins. Do you think you're God in the flesh or something? <laughs> so, but uh, he said that, that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. I say unto thee, rise up, take up your bed and walk. And he got up healed. That power that was present to heal yes. them yes. didn't work for them, but it worked for this man. Yes. What do we learn then? That, that those four friends represent people that, that join with you yes. in making, yes. and, and they can get, yes. those four friends yeah. could get that man right into that yes. power yes. 
that was present to heal, but that's as far as they could go. They couldn't use their faith to receive it for him, but they could use their faith to get him right into that power. That's what we can do for people. We can use our faith to get them right into the power. Amen. I remember a lady that I was praying for. I'm just going to be vague here, but I was praying for, and the power of God came on me, and the next service I said, I'm going to minister under that anointing to that individual. I ministered to them, and the power hit them so hard, they had two ushers behind her. Power hit her so hard, it knocked her and the two ushers all the way through that first row. That power was prayed. We, I prayed until that power came into manifestation. And that individual didn't know how to mix their faith with it and is still in that condition today. So you can bring them right up to that kind of power. But you can't use your faith for them to, to receive it. That's, see, it, it was th those four friends, if there were four friends, could use their faith to bring that man right into that anointing, right into that presence, but that's as far as they could go. From then on, it was between that man and Jesus. But that's still the kind of church I want to be a part of that, that helps make that kind of power available to me. Even if, if, I'm, if I'm a member of the congregation and have a need, or if I'm the preacher or the pastor, and I want to preach under that kind of power. I want a church that prays. Amen. What are you doing on Saturday night? Well, I'm not putting anybody on condemnation, and it doesn't have to be Saturday night, but there needs to be some, some, some supply made to get the ministry past hindrances and, and things that Satan wants to try to do in that church. Am I making any sense tonight? Tonight, this morning, whatever. Pray for my mind. <laughs> it's working. Praise God. I got the mind of Christ. So, praise the Lord. Now, go over to 1 Peter chapter number 4, verse number 7. 1 Peter 4, verse number 7. This verse will apply specifically to the day we're living in. 1 Peter 4, verse number 7. The end of all things is at hand. Boy, I'm telling you what. My friends and I are starting to discuss what, what, what year do you think Jesus is coming back? Because it's coming right. It's coming. It's coming. No man knows the day or the hour. And we're not setting any dates. You know. But, but I'm telling you, it's getting close. The end of all things is at hand. That was 2,000 years ago. You think it's any further at hand today? Any closer? The end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore, what's that? Sober and what? Watch unto what? Prayer. In other words, the closer we get to the end, the more we're to be people of prayer. And uh, watch in prayer. Now, that's something that I wish I had time to talk about. Watching. That's what I do over this congregation. Amen. Watch over them in the spirit. Praying for people. So, you know, they'll, get a, they'll come up in my spirit, and I'll, and I'll pray for them. And I'm not all, I, most of the time, it's not necessary to say anything to anybody, but just praying, you know, and making power available. Amen. But uh, that verse, along with, uh, we won't go there. You're familiar with 1 Peter chapter number 5, verses 8 and 9. Uh, the enemy, Satan, walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in faith, Right? Be sober. Remember, it says, be sober, be vigilant. Be sober, be vigilant. Amen. My heart is calling for this kind of help in prayer in the spirit. Where people are sober about what, what the enemy wants to do, not afraid. Amen. Not in fear. 
but are sober and, and bring their supply in prayer yeah. to help us hold this, yes, hold yes, this, this whole thing in the plan yes, of God. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, well, pastor, you're the preacher. You need to do the praying. Where's that in the Bible? Exactly. If you read the book of Acts, yes. all of them pray. Yeah. Yes. Acts chapter number four, whenever they were commanded not to preach anymore in the name of Jesus, they went to their own company and they, that's the whole company, lifted up their voice. All of them did. All of them did. And prayed, saying. And they, and they all prayed that power into manifestation. By the end of their prayer, the power fell so strong that the whole building shook. Praise the Lord. We've seen people shake. But how much power is it that makes the whole building shake? Yes. That's right. That's right. Come on. Praise the Lord. Brother Hagin talks about meetings where the power would fall so strong. He said, he said sometimes he'd be preaching along and the power would hit like a lightning bolt. He said like a lash, flash bulb went off and for a second you couldn't see. And he said whenever you could see, he said every sick person in the building was healed and every sinner and backslider was in the altar repenting and getting right with God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We need to lift up our eyes and get a vision for what this kind of prayer will do. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Anybody hungry like me? This, I'm hungry for this kind of praying. My heart's calling for this kind of prayer times. It seems sometimes we're too distracted. Amen. I heard the Spirit of God say a number of months ago, he said, there's more to watch over now. There's more to watch over now. In other words, we're going to have to give ourselves to this more. And whenever I'm, this is attack on the vision Sunday, I have a, vi a vision for this church this year to grow in our prayer life. Yes. Grow in our ability to make power available and see things in people's lives individually in the congregation, see things in this ministry and so forth, see things turned. Yes. Can I just share something with you? There's, there's, there's things that God's wanting this ministry to reach further in. Yes. Here in Cedar Rapids, yes. Kansas City, yes. but also the body of Christ. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. Come on. Amen. Yes. Amen. He wants our voice to go further. Yes. He wants our, our, because our, I don't have time to get into all that. If I get into that, it'll be a long time. But how many of you know the oracle? Remember that dream I had of the oracles of God? The oracles of God. Somebody said, I don't remember. Remind me. All right. They, I had a dream and I saw the oracles of God. I, and somebody said, what did it look like? It's very difficult to describe. It's not anything like I've seen. It was like an instrument and, like, and yet it was like a voice. Yeah. It's very difficult. To, spiritual things sometimes is difficult to, yeah. to uh, describe. But it was, going, it was on a platform going about the earth looking for somebody that could use, that these oracles could use. And it was really the message of what the Spirit of God was saying in the church at that hour. And he would go from place to place looking for somebody to speak what that oracle was saying in the earth. And from time to time, how many of you know the eyes of the Lord run to and fro? He's looking out through, through all the horse, show himself strong. But he's also those, he's looking for somebody who will yield to the message that he has for that era. And that message uh, is not just that his message, it's the message of the oracles of God. What's the Spirit of God saying to the church right now? Amen. Am I making any sense? And those oracles are looking for voices. Looking for people who will not say what they want to say or preach their theory or the way they've got it figured out, but preach the message that heaven is saying. 
course, it's always in line with the word. But yet, right on the other hand, I'm not talking about a message of church growth. I'm not talking about a message of leadership. I'm not talking about a message of psychology or or philosophy or whatever. I'm talking about the living word of God. Spoken by the inspiration of the spirit that's anointed and freighted with power that sets people free. And raises up a body, a remnant in the earth today who carries out the plan and takes this across the finish line. And Jesus will come and a trumpet will sound because the harvest was reaped because somebody was bold to preach it. Hallelujah. And that voice is a message of preparing people for the return of Jesus. Praise God. It's a message of faith. It's a message that there's still, God was still wants to move by his Holy Ghost. He still wants to do power, still, still wants to manifest the power gifts and the revelation gifts and the utterance gifts. Praise God. And have old time church. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about old time church? I'm talking about the church that has power in it. Not something that makes, it makes you twist and turn and how long is this going to be before? Because I'm hurting in a lot of different places. I need to stand up. Come on. Come on. I don't know about you. I'm, I've been ruined. I've had some taste of some things. Ruined in a good way. Been to brothers Hagen, Brother Hagen's meetings and been to all kinds of meetings like that. Praise God. Where the glory of God come in. My, 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 my. That's called church. That's not just church, that's church. Praise God. Maybe we should rename our church, Spirit of Faith Family, church. Praise the Lord. But it doesn't happen because we all just say, wouldn't it be wonderful if that happened? It happens by this kind of praying. The Spirit of God spoke to me the other day, and he said, a spirit of increase can get on a ministry if, that, if somebody will travail. What do you mean increase? I'm talking about where this building can't hold them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Come on, come on, Pastor. Increase of miracles. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. People jumping off stretchers. Hallelujah. The dead being raised. Demons coming out. Oh, we don't want to mess up our nice little church. Well, there's other people that need this. Hallelujah. Amen. So when he said to me, there's more to watch over now, uh, he's, looking for, he's looking for somebody to help watch. Are you still glad you came this morning? Praise be to God. Well, I'm just not called to do that. Acts 6 didn't say it's a calling. It's a giving of ourselves to. They said we will give ourselves to prayer. We will give ourselves to prayer. That's what it says in Acts chapter number six. It's not a calling. There's no, there's no, there's no office of intercessor in the, in the New Testament. No office of intercessor. Intercession is not a ministry office. It's something we'd all give ourselves to. 
Well, but God just doesn't use me that way. Why? Because you haven't given yourself to it. Amen. Not trying to, not trying to be down on anybody. I'm just saying, let's, let's, let's decide whether we want this or not. Praise the Lord. We got to reach for more of what God has for us. There's more to, 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 to pray out. Praise God. All right. Brother Hagin made this statement. He said, the greatest things that have ever happened to him, um, he's talking about the greatest miracles in his ministry, and then also things that he needed in the ministry financially and so forth. He said, they happened as a result of an extended season of praying in other tongues. Yes. Amen. After a season of prayer, in other words, a long, longer season of prayer. Amen. Praise God. Are you, are you paying attention to that? He said, all that we're doing in life and ministry right now came out of these seasons of prayer. I, I paraphrase a little bit of that. I didn't get the exact quote. That's generally what he said. Came out of these seasons of prayer. He said, uh, the Spirit of God spoke to him about starting Rhema. And look at the blessing Rhema became. You know. uh, but but that, he didn't get that because of, uh, you know, some, some vision in the prophet's office. He got it by praying in other tongues. Amen. Well, you're talking about the ministry. Yeah, this will work for your life. This will work for your life. I don't know what to do right now. Get your mind quiet. And before you know it, up out of your belly will form a knowledge of what to do. And it will rise up to your mind and enlighten your mind. And you'll laugh and you'll say, somebody said, how do, how, how do you know what to do? And you'll say, I don't know how I know. I just, I just know. I just know. It's not a knowing up here. Well, it, it'll eventually come up to your mind, but it's a knowing that came from down here. <laughs> this is the way living takes place. I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you. But he said, all, the, all that we're doing, Brother Hagin said, all that we're doing came out of these seasons of prayer. And the greatest miracles. Well, I tried to tell you last Sunday what some of the, remember I'm telling you different keys, some of the things that have been happening here. About praying in other tongues. The Lord said, I want you to pray in tongues 30 days for an hour a day. Now, that's not a rule on anybody. It's just what he said to me. How much do we want it? Do we want to just have everything the way it's been? Can your life be so radically changed by the end of this year that you don't recognize yourself anymore? Over here, they believe it. How about over here? <laughs> Can Spirit of Faith Family Church be so different by the end of the, by how much power is in manifestation in our services? I mean, if it's not somebody coming out of a stretcher, it's somebody, it's, it's a whole family getting baptized in the Holy Ghost just sitting in the seat. I'm about half drunk. That's the way I like to live. From now on until Jesus comes, I'm going to live half drunk. <laughs> Amen. Woo, glory. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, let's talk about this praying in tongues just a little bit. We're running out of time. But praying in other tongues is the way to get into some of this. Some of this, we've, we've read these verses here in Acts 12 and Philippians 1 and James, so that can be done in tongues. Yeah. All three of those can be done in tongues. It doesn't have to be, but it can be. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it should be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Brother Hagin uh, 
talked about this, and he made this statement. Praying in other tongues is accessing the Spirit's help that stands ready for the life of every believer. I'm going to have you know, you don't have to pray for help. He stands ready to help. But he's not going to help you without you doing something. And that is, and then one of these things that you can do is praying in other tongues. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So by by praying in this kind of uh, utterances of tongues and so forth, the power of God can be made available to ministers to enable them to preach with greater power. Their words have become freighted with power. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. And actually people get their help. Praise the Lord. So um, you'll have a greater ability to bless others. Anybody ever noticed that you can't edify somebody unless you're edified? Empty Christians can't bless a dead world. Amen. If you're empty, you're going to not help nobody. But if you're full of the Holy Ghost, amen, and you're edified, because praying in other tongues will edify you. Remember 1 Corinthians 14, 2? He uh, speaks not unto men, but unto God. No man understands him by the Spirit. He speaks mysteries. And then what is it, verse 4? He edifies himself. Jude 1, verse number 20. Building up yourselves means edify, build up, charge up like a battery. Hallelujah. Comes time to start something, you won't go. You'll, you'll, you'll go. That's right. And everybody you get around at work, (laughs) Christians ought to be changing whatever atmosphere they're in. Staying full, they would. Amen. And so um, you can just pray in tongues and uh, tap into divine power that turns things. I'm just saying there's things that that try to go the wrong direction in too many of our lives. I'm not saying I'm not not saying it as an accusation. I'm simply saying I'm saying too many times things are going too far in the wrong direction before we wake up and say, well, we better make some power available to that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So um Really, what you're doing, see, the Spirit of God lives within your spirit. And what what you're doing, when you pray in other tongues, you're unhooking from your mind, your tongue, from your mind and your body. Do you know when you speak out of your mind, which is fine, there's times to speak out of your mind, but when you speak out of your mind, you're you're saying a portion of something that's in your mind. You know, if you plan to do something this afternoon, you might say, well, after this, I'm going to go to, well, that you had that in mind, right? So you're saying a portion of what you have in your mind. And so you're getting that out of your mind. But when you speak in tongues, you're not getting that out of your mind. Remember 1 Corinthians 14, 14, if you pray in an unknown tongue, your spirit prayeth, your understanding is unfruitful, your spirit by the Holy Spirit, the Amplified says. So when you're praying in tongues, you're getting, you're getting what you're saying, not out of your mind, you're getting it out of your spirit. Because, listen to me, Romans, Romans 8 says, you're praying the will of God. Yes, yes. Romans 8, 26 and 27, yes. when you pray, especially verse 27, you're praying the will of God, the mind of God. So when you pray in the Spirit, your Spirit by, is, is, is saying those things by the help of the Holy Spirit Amen. within you. Amen. And since it's not coming out of your mind, it's not a portion of what you have in your mind. It's what God has in mind. Yes. Amen. 
And listen, what he has in mind in every situation is complete victory. Complete victory. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Complete victory. Not just victory, but victory that takes, by the time the devil gave, brought it to, to, to set you back, but by the time you're done, you're way ahead. That's the way we roll. That's the way we roll. Pastor, why don't you preach over here? Because they pull so hard, that's why. So whenever you speak in tongues, you're bypassing your mind. You're unhooking from your mind or saying what you feel in your body. You're not saying what you feel in your body. Uh, and you're, um, you can't get any power for, to change anything out of your mind or your body. Right? The power is in your spirit because that's where the Holy Ghost lives. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. He's right in me. Woo. So that power is down in your spirit. So don't pray. Oh, Lord, send the power. He already did. He's inside of you. It's in your spirit. The greater one's down on the inside. He resides on the inside of you. And he stands ready to manifest power. To that everything become according to the will of God. In all areas of your life. You can't bring the will of God to pass in your own power. God never asked you and I to do it what we do in our own power. Amen. Amen. Praying in other tongues gives him a way to constantly, gives a man a way to constantly exercise his spirit and his faith for life in the spirit. For life in the spirit. In other words, you're, by speaking much in other tongues, you're drawing up. Yes. You're, you're, you're practicing living out of here yes. because you're draw, when you're praying in tongues, yes. you're speaking out of here. Yes. Now, why do I say here? Out of your belly will flow yes. rivers. Of it's not really your belly. One translation says your innermost being. Yes. It's not your stomach per se. It's your innermost being out of your belly. Remember, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inner parts of the belly. The Holy Ghost doesn't live up here. Unhook from up here and hook up down here and start drawing up that power. You can stir that power up, put that power into motion. But I don't know what to say. Exactly. But he does. And he, that's what he has in mind whenever he gives you utterance. He has in mind the very will of God, and you're speaking the will of God. Well, what if I say the wrong thing? He said the Holy Ghost has the Spirit. The, the Spirit knows what is the mind of God. Yes. He makes intercession for the saints yes. according to the will of God. Yes. You cannot pray Come in on. tongues right. your own plan. That's right. That's right. Your, your own mind. Right. You can't do it. You can't pray selfish prayers. Right. You can only pray yes. God's plan. Yes. And listen, the, the Bible says the tongue rudders your life. You ever read that in James chapter number three? Or James chapter, what is that? James chapter number three? The tongue rudders your life. So if you can hook your tongue up to the plan of God in your spirit, then you can rudder your life right into the plan of God. Things will start happening to bring the will of God to pass. Why? You prayed it out. Now, Pastor Nancy made this statement. I, 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 yeah, so, uh, but... Uh, I've made this statement in the past as well, that praying in tongues lays the track yeah. for you. Yes. Yes. To, 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 you know, like a train, a train yes. needs a track to yes, go sir. on. Yes, sir. Praying in tongues lays the track. In other words, a train carries cargo and people. And I found out airplanes. Um, 
Some of the greatest miracles in this church have, have, have come after an extended season. Fi- not greatest financial miracles come after an extended season of praying in the Holy Ghost. I can say the same thing Brother Higgins said. Isn't that wonderful? God just loves Pastor Jay and loves Brother Higgins. He loves you just as much. The same ability is resident in you. Standing by. Waiting for you to dip. Dip down and begin to draw it out. Draw it out. Draw it out. And I've had some of the, remember I said years ago, the Lord said to me, pray, I want you to pray eight hours in tongues. Now, why he does that to me, I don't know. Don't get, don't get into bondage with, he just probably knows I need some discipline or something. Don't you get into bondage with that. But he said, I want you to pray eight hours in tongues because things just weren't working in the traveling ministry back then like it's supposed to. So I started praying in tongues and all of a sudden I, I realized, okay, we're supposed to pastor. Remember I said, and he said, right, get out your pencil and write all this down. So I wrote all that down. Now all that's come to pass here. Praise the Lord. But he said, uh, <laughs> hallelujah. But things that there were four different areas that weren't working, that hadn't been working. But after that season of praying in the tongues for eight hours, everything within two weeks totally changed. Praise everything. God. Everything totally changed. Our finances, everything totally changed. Oh, I don't know how to get into all that. Well, you got bate igede bonoya. That's how you do it. Some of you need to go deeper because your head hasn't been producing anything. Praise the Lord. Praying in other tongues gives you a way to constantly exercise your spirit and your faith for life in the spirit. It helps you shut down your mind and live in the spirit rather than the vanity of your mind. If you don't exercise yourself, this is, this is something that this is really ministered to me. If you don't exercise yourself continually in spiritual things, the natural flow and the flow of the world around you will quickly pull you back into their flow and your spirit will lose proficiency. Now, I'm, now I'm done with my introduction and I want to start preaching. <laughs> proficiency. Listen to that word, proficiency. You and I, your spirit can gain proficiency at hearing from God. Knowing the mind of God yes. can, can gain proficiency at dominating yes. you to where you make decisions out of here, not out of your head. Yes. It can, and you can gain proficiency spiritually at uh, praying things out yeah. 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 that we're going to go a different direction. Remember yeah. Acts 12, yes. pray it out and you can get proficient at changing things that otherwise would have gone the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. You can be proficient at praying the power down. In fact, learn to stay in prayer until the power falls right there in prayer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, what will happen when the power falls? I don't know. Go, go find out. You get answers. I know that. I've had the power fall and my tongue change and I turned from uh, tongues into sometimes another tongue, different dialect of tongue. But then sometimes I start praying in English and pray out my own answer praying in the Holy Ghost and all of a sudden something starts welling up like a bubble. Oh, here it comes. As soon as it hit my voice, I turned to English and, and I said my own answer out of my own mouth. Yeah. Went and wrote it down, went and did it and all worked out. Yes. Changed everything. Amen. Isn't that wonderful how God blessed Pastor Jay? Same things inside of you. Amen. Same things inside of you. Well, I've been trying to get into this or get out of this or get, get something changed for years. You got to go deeper. Tell your neighbor, I'm going deeper this year. You can get into this 
where you get your life is no longer bound by the natural world, sense knowledge, and the natural mind, and that's all dominating you. That's called, those three things, being dominated by the natural world, sense knowledge, and the natural mind is called in Romans 12, 2, being conformed to this world. You can rise above that to life in the spirit, which according to 2 Corinthians, 8, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 18, is called a transformed life. Yes. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, Beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the world changed, tra- transformed literally in the Greek, into the same image from glory to glory. Glory to glory. Amen. Glory to glory. You know what the glory is? It's the way things God intended them to be. That's one of the definitions of the glory. Not the whole definition, but it's things being the way God. So you can pray in tongues and things start lining up. Things start changing and lining up to the way God wants them to be. Praise the Lord. Do you get anything out of this this morning? Hallelujah. There's a whole other benefit of being, being, it'll make you sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Now, let me just wrap something up here, if you can handle it. So, I believe what the Spirit of God wants us to emphasize in 2024 is that We need to learn to pray out mysteries more and pray the power in the manifestation more and lay hold of some things in the spirit, in prayer, and lay some tracks for the future plan of God for this ministry. Now, I said a lot there. Now, each one of those is something I've talked briefly about in this service. Um. If, when I say laying tracks, what does that mean? A train is going to struggle to get somewhere if it doesn't have tracks. It's going to be a lot of effort. And in the, in the work of God, there's opposition. Satan doesn't just roll over and say, oh, look at them. They're, they're reaching for you know, ministering to more people. They're, they're reaching for planting a second church. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess we'll just have to roll over and say, uncle, no, he's going to oppose it. Right? But, but that opposition can be cleared out. Yes. You know, before they lay tracks, they have to level the ground, yes. get all the, yes. the boulders out, get the opposition, or, you know, the, the debris out and so yes. forth, yes. cut down trees, whatever. They got to get that cleared out, then lay a level, and then put the tracks down. That's what praying in tongues does. But guess what? Guess what? Romans 8 says, <clears throat> I'm trying to quit. You know what it means to try to quit? It means to fix it, to commence, to begin to think about quitting. But, but when you, Romans 8 says, when you and I pray in other tongues, <clears throat> we're, we're praying <clears throat> the will of God, right? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're praying, in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, we're praying mysteries. Yes. Now, you put that together, things that we don't know yeah. about the plan of God or how to, remember Romans 8, 1 Corinthians 14, the plan of God is what we're praying, but we're also praying mysteries. So it's the plan of God that we don't see clearly. It's something that is not clear to our thinking. Yeah. How are we going to do that? Yeah. Or, or what is it, first of all? But how are we going to get into it, second yeah. of all? Yes. Yeah. So when you pray in tongues, you're praying both of those things out. Yeah. Now, think about that. The plan of God, you know, we are in a portion, we're all of us in our individual life, this ministry, that we're all in, a, in the plan of God in measure right now. Yeah. Right? Yes. But there's more steps to take in that plan yeah. Yeah. in the future, right? Yes. Well, how do we know what to do? Well, you can leave the present uh-huh. 
and go out into the future and pray it out. Did you know that? You say, I've always wanted to be a time traveler. Well, here's how you do it. You need to pray ahead of yourself. You need to stay ahead of yourself in your prayer life. Otherwise, you'll you'll start screeching across the ground without any tracks, and it gets labored. So I believe God wants us this year to lay some track. Remember we said we can't envision something. We said we can't go, well, Wednesday night before that, we can't go beyond our measure of faith. Today I'm saying we can't go beyond our prayer life. We've got to pray some things out. I'll be honest with you, there's some things out beyond this, 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 these two churches that God wants this ministry to get into that have just been grinding. Forward, all right, but grinding. Let's get out there and lay some tracks. Am I making any sense? You can pray out. In fact, you need to pray out ahead of yourself. Pray out the future before you get there. You ever heard me say, if you pray it out, you don't have to work it out. You just get to walk it out. Just get to walk it out. Hallelujah. I don't believe anything is difficult. But you do have to pray. You have to pray it out. Does does that make any sense? I trust I'm I'm making sense because these things are so real and precious to me. If you don't want it... Leave it at the door and I'll take it back because I want to, I want to chew on it on my way to California this week. I'm going out there to preach Bible school. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I believe that's what God wants us to do in 2023. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You can get beyond your present when you pray in tongues into your future. You know, God said, I know the plans I have for you, plans to do you good. Remember that? You can get out there and pray out those plans. There are things that if they aren't prepared ahead of time, it's very difficult to get into them. Amen. So you can, get, you can visit your future before you get there. <laughs> now, I'm not saying this to condemn anybody, but let's get to the place to where when we get to church and what happens in church... It's something, let's get to the place, it's not that we're going around talking about it, and, and we, that's not the point, but we can get to the place to where what's starting to happen, we could actually, if somebody asked us about it, we aren't around going around advertising it, but if somebody asked us about it, we could actually say, well, I prayed that out two months ago. You know what I'm talking about? I got over into the Spirit, and I was praying out something that God wanted to do. Now, that takes a little bit of maturity to handle that right because people get into the spirit and they get out into the future and praying things out and then they want to go blab it to everybody or they want to tell the pastor, this is what you're supposed to do. That is being a bad steward of something the Holy Ghost is trying to use us in. Do you realize that? You don't have to talk about what you prayed out. And it's not necessary to always say, I prayed that out. What's your, what's, what's your motive for saying that? It shouldn't be that we're drawing attention to ourselves, but we just, we're just want the will of God to be done. We just want the, the, the work of God to be done. We want more people to hear. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
So let's reach for this in 2024. What do you say? Anybody going to reach with me? Um, I'm, I'm asking God about some things. How can we facilitate this? There's, there's got to be more prayer times. And so we're looking for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to lay some track this year. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say, this is how progression is made. See, we're talking about progress. Not just natural, you know, development of natural things, although natural things need to be in place, but spiritual progress. Spiritual progress. Hallelujah. Um, praise God. Are you glad this is, this, is, this, is, this is a vision for us just as much as last Sunday? Hallelujah. There are some people. I'll just wrap it up with this. Um, Matthew 9, 37 and 38 talks about praying for laborers. Praying for laborers. <clears throat> there are people that in order for things to progress here, Kansas City, yeah. other places, you know, the, yes. the, the road ministry, so there are people that need to step into the place uh -huh. of their labor yes. uh -huh. yeah. yes. as a laborer. Yes, yes. To do that, they need our prayers. Amen. That's what Jesus said in Luke chapter, I mean, excuse me, Matthew chapter number 9, verse 37 and 38. The harvest is plenteous, labors a few. Pray to the Lord for harvest. He sent forth laborers into his harvest. Send forth laborers. In other words, pray for laborers. Pray for laborers. Laborers are people that have a part in doing, in, 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 in ministry, in helps ministry, uh, in whether it's praying, whether it's serving, whether it's giving, whether it's whatever. Anybody that's bringing some, some supply to the, to the ministry. And, wow, this is, i got to wrap this up, but Gen, I mean, excuse me, uh, Galatians 4.19, Paul said, I travail, he's talking to the church, people that are already born again, I travail in birth again, again, in other words, he had travailed in birth to, to, to bring him into the kingdom, but he said, I'm travailing in birth again, now notice, till Christ be formed in you. The Spirit of God highlighted that word formed the other day. Formed. There are things that need to form in people. The, the gifting is there. The calling is there. The plan of God is there. But they've not, it's not yet been formed, and it's not yet in the place where God needs it to get so that they can bring that supply. That's not a criticism. We all grow spiritually. We come into the kingdom and we grow and, and Christ is formed in us, which means the gifting, all, all that we are in Christ, all the fruit of the spirit and everything, but also the giftings of whatever we have in to bring a supply to the work of God. It's there, but it's not yet formed. Formed includes getting a right thinking about it. It means developing that gift. It means uh, oh, I'm running out of time. I'm out of time. I'm already out of time. But it means that that begins to come to the forefront and become usable to God. You can be saved and be loved by God and, and loved by everybody else, but there's still things that are not fully formed. And when they're fully formed, things begin to bring, they begin to produce in the kingdom of God because we're using that gift to produce for the kingdom of God, whatever it might be, right? But Paul said there was a connection between praying for those people and those giftings being formed. 
Galatians 4.19. So I pray, I travail until Christ be formed. This is not a little, Lord, bless them, prayer. This is travail. This is a different kind of prayer. Hallelujah. I've been in travail lately more than I've been in travail for the last 15 years put together. In fact, I get up some morning and I, 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 I got to find a place in the house. I don't wake anybody up because it's coming strong. Yeah. And I go all the way up. Some of you have been to the house. You know where my study is above the garage. And there's a bathroom at the front of the study. Uh, and I have to go out to that bathroom, close all the doors. Yeah. And the cat hates that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pray and the cat scratch, scratch, scratch. But, but, but close all the doors because I, can't, I can't just keep this quiet. Yeah. Yeah. No woman travailing giving birth goes, it's probably more like, ah! <laughs> you don't make that stuff up, but when it comes by the Holy Ghost, it's needed for things to be formed. Stand up with me. I got to quit. This is, the, this is my call to you as a congregation this year is getting over into these places in the spirit. Getting over, this, over more into this kind of prayer. Can I just mention something that I would encourage you to watch? Um, I think it was last two Tuesday nights ago or whatever at World Harvest, Pastor Michael Lekedic preached a sermon on prayer that was right in line with what God was talking to me about. I encourage you to go watch it. Anybody remember if it was last Tuesday or two Tuesdays ago? Two, two Tuesdays maybe. Uh, yeah, it wasn't this past Tuesday, I don't think. So go watch that. And he talks about some of these. He didn't go into some of the things I'm in, but he talks about praying in the Holy Ghost and some of these things. And it was right in line with what God was already talking to me about. I'm like, well, the Holy Ghost is saying the same thing to him. I'm calling for that this year. Let's, let's make that something we reach for. Let's do it together. I'm looking for, for avenues. I don't know. God's, God's given me pieces of it, and I'm looking for ways. Because on Monday nights, I'm about half the time not here. I mean, Monday, Monday mornings, excuse me. About half the time, I'm not here. And other times, I can't come for different reasons. But, but there's got to be more of this. Hallelujah. So I said, I don't know anything about that. I've never been in a meeting like that. Well, let's, 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 let's start exploring some things. I'm not talking about getting weird and saying, okay, everybody come tonight. We're going to groan. Please go to Denny's. Go somewhere else. Find, quit. Who wants to go to a groaning so we're all going to get on the floor? No, but if the Holy Ghost comes on us, amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you for laying this out before us. We say yes. We, we, we add our agreement to what you have in your heart for us as a church to uh, pray more in the Holy Ghost, to pray things out, Father, to lay some track for where, where we need to go. Thank you so that things will flow, so that things will form right. Giftings in people will form right. Laborers would be prepared. Hallelujah. Father, we are so grateful for this great privilege of prayer. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Ghost who is our helper, who guides us into it and enables us, Father, to bring this kind of supply to the work of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say it out loud with me. Father, my answer to what I hear regarding the call in the Spirit to come more into prayer into the spirit of prayer, my answer is yes. I agree. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, if you prompt me, I will say yes. If it seems inconvenient when you prompt me, I'll still say yes. And Father, I don't even need to wait for a prompting. I can just give myself to this of uh, praying for this congregation and your plan here and your plan in Kansas City and your plan beyond these walls. In Jesus' name, as I give myself to it, thank you that your spirit will begin to come upon me and, and I will yield to that anointing and get over into this flow praying out the plan of God, making power available, the kind of power that turns things. Woo, glory to God. So that the plans of the enemy will be stopped and the plan of God will make progress. In Jesus' name, this is my consecration right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There'll be times you'll just say, I want to relax. I'm just going to sit down and watch my favorite show. And you'll sit down, you'll turn it on, and you'll get that prompting on the inside. I'm not saying you can't watch your favorite show, but you know what I'm talking about. Whatever, you just yield to that. You know how you get into greater flows of the Holy Ghost? You yield when you get that prompting. Amen. Is Bruce Schroeder here? Bruce, there you are. Come up here, Bruce. I was uh, reading, Pastor, uh, I was reading uh, the, uh, come on up here. Are you there, Bruce? There you are. I was reading a, a report of you praying for that relative, and the Spirit of God spoke to me, and I just wanted to tell you what he said, because you've given yourself to this, and just said, I'm going to give myself, maybe not even necessarily a prompting, but you just said, I'm going to give myself to this. The Lord says, I'm going to now begin to take you on. I'm going to begin to take you on. And yes, when you get to this project, the end of praying out this project, then there will come other projects. For he found somebody who is interested, who turned himself towards the heart of God for the needs of people. And so now begins a new season. You're going through an open door, and this will be become... Oh, Lord, I, I don't know. Does that, oh, my, that's bold, Lord. Do I, do I say that? My, my, my. My, my, my. My, my, my. My, my, my. This will become a primary thing in your life. This will become, and you'll say, now I even know. This is why I'm still here. I'm to bring this supply in prayer. And this will be, what, oh, my, 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 Oh, my, 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 my. My, I see that, Father. Oh my, the little Vukushtikita, Hikabroga, Tukite, Egubratasa, Kietakaye, and a measure of what comes on me, come on him in Jesus' mighty name. And that anointing to pray and get out over it. Oh my, say, De Broge, Toko, the price, Kiti, the tie, the price, the price, the price. You've paid the price and you will continue. He sees it, he sees it, and he's taking you on. And he'll begin, you'll begin to sense a greater flow in prayer, and you'll begin to sense a greater spirit of seeing and knowing. And so learn to be a good steward of what you see and what you know. And as he finds you faithful to not handle it wrong, but do the right things with it, you'll get into some marvelous places. Marvelous places. Marvelous places. 
in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. A bit of a warning. There'll be some that you can't share some things with. There'll be some you can't share some things with because they won't understand. And if you do share it, they'll criticize you. So you just keep it to yourself. You'll know when to share it and what to share and what not to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't say that in, in, in English, but I see that, Father. <laughs> yes. Yes. When, yes, when that time, yes, when that comes, when that comes, when that comes, then even another degree. I see that, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. You agree? Amen, amen. Praise God. I, yes, you do. Hallelujah. I can tell you do. <laughs> Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My, 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 my. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Y'all got something that would fit here? Something that would fit with the atmosphere right here. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. 
I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And would you come up? If you come to Monday morning prayer on a regular basis, sometimes some of you have schedules. You can't get there every time. But you come fairly regularly or, or fairly often. Come up here if you would. Would you come up forward, please? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. We understand if you need to go. I know that there is a, a, a what do you call it? <laughs> Shower. But this, can, this is important. Somebody say amen. amen. This is important. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of this anointing that's been getting on me in prayer, I believe is going to begin to come on some of you. Now, I'm not saying that you're not flowing in an anointing. You understand. It just seems to be another measure of it of some sort, another degree of it. So, Father God, under the head, the direction of the head of the church this morning, I minister impartations into these that have given themselves to this in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to lay hands on you last. In the name of Jesus. Masakite. May that come in a greater measure. Father, may that come in a greater measure. May that come now in a greater measure. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May that come now in a greater measure. It's the, the, the era calls for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The era calls for it. And, and teach her, train her, train her how to yield to that. Aha, masikeda, in a greater measure. Now, Father, may that come in a greater measure. Excuse me, I didn't mean to. May that come now in a greater measure. That which is already down on the inside, rising up in a greater measure. May that come now in a greater measure. May she go over into the greater realms of the Spirit, Father. Masikeda, may that come now in a greater measure. Masakile, greater realms in prayer, greater realms in the spirit. Masakile, manamigide, ambroguchde, may that come now in a greater measure. Now, mamasike, mamaragite, may that come now in a greater measure. Fro, 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 ikite, 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 prakis, ikishikite, 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 ikishikaye, ikishikaye. Yes, the call. The spirit calls. The spirit calls. Masakite. Masakite. Separate yourself. Separate yourself. Separate. I hear the spirit saying to some of us, separate yourself. Father Bakishikite. Separate yourself. There's a call to separation. Namasikite. Now, Father. Up out of her belly. Ambrosakute. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. 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 Thank you. Brother Juan, come up here. Thank you, Father. This is for something a little different, but, but uh, you, your heart is for this as well, I understand. So, Father God, that boldness, that boldness that is necessary for him to finish his course, I command it to come up out of him. That strength of spirit, that boldness to speak what needs to be said and to move forward into the plan. <laughs> Father, I command it to come on him now. Be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Satakidi brasakate, kete brasakaye. Bransakite, kete, kete prapasakaye. Masakite, yeah, now I know why. Now I know why. Melissa, um, come down here. Now I know why. You were standing out to me earlier, and now I know why. <laughs> I hear the Spirit saying, Melissa, the door's open. The door's open for you to make progress in this area. The door's open. And the invitation comes. Yeah, it's from the realm of the Spirit, from, that, from God's realm. The door is open and the invitation comes from God's realm for you to move into more. 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 For it's a door of more. Praise God. New, new, new realms, new rooms, new, new masketea, new, new stirrings, new graces. And a great blessing, and a great blessing, and a great blessing you will be. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, much of this, I don't know about all of it, I don't have full revelation, but much of this will be in private. Some of it won't be, but much of it will be. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We praise you. 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 We praise you, Lord Jesus. Want to thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Oh, we thank you, we thank you, Lord. 
God, get ready. Get ready. Yes, sir. All on the altar. Everything on the altar. Everything that every just pull out every area of your life and say, Lord, this is all on the altar. In Jesus' name. What do you like and what do you not like? What the time what I give my time to? What what do you like and what do you not like? Not that, not that there's things that he doesn't like. I'm just saying he's saying there's, there's, I, I see things ahead for you. I've seen for, for two months, I've begun to see where you're going. And it requires everything on the altar. Not that you don't already have it. I, I think I've got everything in the altar, but I lay it out <laughs> regularly. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, Father. God. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. That spirit of rejection will never have you. That spirit of rejection. Get him up. Get him up. Spirit of adoption comes on you. Mamasakita has a son, as a son, as a son. Anamakishi, he de kitaye, oh bagate he casa, gulvia de neshi, boglaseki, alabasakai. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Sing it again, brother. Thank you. Hallelujah. Masakita, Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
for a Sunday morning, but who's tired of church? You know, anybody want to get over church as usual? (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Something else to make a target of your prayer life for those laborers is boldness. Spirit of God's been having me on that, boldness. Pray for boldness. A lot of times things don't form right because people aren't bold. Does that make any sense? <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, glory. You want to you start that, uh, what's that thing called? I'm just half drunk, don't know. Who, shower, whatever. You want to start that at 1 o'clock? Does that give people, 1245, give people time to maybe slurp some soup down? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Go on through the door. Go on through the door. Shh. AKT. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I command those, those veins, those... Those blood vessels. Be the normal size. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Ah, the next step. The next step. The next step. The next phase. Be refreshed. Be refreshed, your body. Be refreshed in your body. Abrazagia, Sokoto, Rubde, Esiki, Teke, Branza, Mrakate, Branza, Gotoya. Oh! Shekete, Shekete, Kete, 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 Traposakite, Abrazakaye, Ebrozoguchi, Kete, Kete, Branza, Kataye, Branza, Kataye, Branza, Kataye, Branza, Kataha, Glory, glory. Mapsakia, come on, Mazikita Kia. You, you, you. Ramasikita, Kate, Kate. Bransakata. Woo, Mamsakiti. Oh, Basaka. Woo, Bagatae. Basaka. Rabasakiti. Abrasa. 
Where's Casey? Casey, come up here. Come up here. Santa Gita Kete Kaprasite Shikite Prozakate Kete Prabhasakate Kete 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 Miss Vanessa, come up here. Refresh, be refreshed, be refreshed, be refreshed, be refreshed. Yeah, you come up here. Yeah, you come up here. Come here, Miss LaDonna. I don't know if you've ever done this. I don't know if you've ever done this. Where, where's you? You come up here. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I'm prompted to have you do this. Have you ever laid your hands on your daughters? Yeah, I'll do it again. There's there's some of what's on you needs to get on them. I'm going to lay my hands on them too. In the name, Maskitehi, Broskevetsihi, Broskevetsihi, Frebetsihi. Get her back up. Get her back up. Be blessed. The same measure. 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 Woo! My, my, my. Ha 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Ha, 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 ha. <clears throat> Woo! Glory. Christina, come down here. <clears throat> yeah. Is your name Christine? My, my, my. Prishiki, take, take, oh, yeah, Boca Chiki. Oh, my, 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 Shiki, take, take, Progacha, Siti, Pepradishki. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Your walk has stabilized. 
your walk has become uh, even and without swaying or swerving in and out, up and down. Uh And so go on in to the next phase of what God has for you. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. On into that next part that you have for her. Hallelujah. I don't know what that is. I'm just saying what the Holy Ghost is saying. Does that make any sense to you? Things that you've been held out of, but now it's, now, now, now you're ready. You're ready. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Don't hold her up. Don't hold her up. We got to train the ushers again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Well, what on earth did I come into? You came into a Holy Ghost church. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Sam, are you going to just go on with God, or are you just going to stay where you are? Okay. Some changes have to be made. Hallelujah. Well, don't get upset at me. I'm just saying what the Holy Ghost said. Praise the Lord. Y'all were shouting. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Sometimes people's comfortable little life keeps them from going on with God. I don't know about you. I I refuse to get stuck. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. How about you? I know about that about you. Well, glory. I'm glad I came to church this morning.